This week, we're very excited to introduce an artist who is making his very first appearance on the Honky Tonk Time Machine. Kind enough to spend some time with us less than a week out from his Valentine's for Veterans concert coming up February 8th at Black River Coliseum in Poplar Bluff. 90s icon Tracy Bird joins the Honky Tonk Time Machine. Tracy, you were just here for SEMO District Fair in September. It'll be good to have you back in Southeast Missouri. Oh, thank you, Glenn. We can't wait to get there either, man. Going to be a be a fun show. Looking forward to it. Now, this will actually be your first show of 2024. You took January off, but you're right back at it here at the start of February. It seems to me you still get after it pretty hard as far as your touring schedule goes. Well, you know, yeah, I, t- I took off a little time uh, back in the end of uh, 09, stayed off the road for a couple years, and pretty much been back on it ever since about 2012, and uh, uh, just, just feels like life, feels like normal life for me you know uh i've been i've been out here doing this so long that uh that uh when i'm not doing it that's when it feels odd <laughs> <laughs> well and for those who don't know this concert february 8th at black river coliseum is a free concert for veterans it's called valentine's for veterans ticket sales aren't open to the general public if you're a veteran you can actually go by black river coliseum or the john j pershing va medical center and grab those for free and tracy for the veterans that do that what kind of show are they in for well a country show i mean uh uh country music country uh 90s hits uh a few cover songs from the from the latter years you know uh old stuff got a steel guitar and a fiddle in the band like it should be and uh (laughs) Uh, we try to have a whole lot of fun and and uh, and really try to play and sing our hearts out. You had me at still guitar and fiddle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that, got, that gets me too. <laughs> that, that's all you needed to say. Um, you know, I, I want to kind of go back to the beginning with you a little bit. Uh, you're from Vider, Texas. Is that is that how you say that? That's right, Vider. Yes, sir. Okay. You got it right. Most folks don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I'll tell you, I thought it was Vidor until I talked to Clay Walker. Clay's from there too, right? That's right. Yeah, me and Clay and George Jones. You guys are going to have to start bottling up the water down there and selling it. What's going on in Vider, Texas? It just I think it's just really boring, so people took up singing to have something to do. <laughs> when I talked to Clay, he said you guys just missed each other. I think you were graduating as he was coming into to Vider High School. Uh, did, you, did you know Clay back then? Oh, I, yeah, I knew, I knew of Clay. We weren't... Uh, weren't uh, like friends, he was he was uh, uh, my sister's age, my little sister's age. Which uh, so I graduated in eighty five, and uh, Clay I believe graduated in eighty seven or eighty eight. Yeah, and uh, and so he was younger than me. And uh, but uh, but I do remember Clay. Yeah, I remember him. And of course we you know know each other well now. But uh, but way back then uh, uh, he was a little younger than I was. Sure. I think Mark Chestnut was running in the same circles as you guys back then too. You're probably playing all the same clubs and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Mark was from Beaumont, uh, and uh, uh, which is where where I live now. And and uh, so I got to know Mark and used to go in and set in with him at the clubs in Beaumont, and uh, um, and we became friends like that when I was probably shoot. I don't even know if I was old enough to be in the clubs. I was probably <laughs> nineteen or twenty. And uh, it was pretty funny. I used to go in and sit in. He'd say, do a couple songs. I said, all right. And it'd be on the last set. And I'd get through with my couple of songs. And, and uh, I'd say, well, 
Mark, come back up here, and, and I'd wait and wait, and finally the crowd would go, he left. <laughs> <laughs> he went home. <laughs> so, so he'd stick me with doing his whole last set. But, uh, but you know, I learned a lot that way. That was good. All part of paying your dues, I guess, huh? Right, that's right. Yeah. It's all part of it. Now, I read this, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I read that uh, your very first recording was a version of Your Cheating Heart, Hank Williams, at like a local shopping mall. Is that true? Yeah, right here in Beaumont. Yeah, it was a, a, a recording studios of America. They had it was like a uh, a chain. I guess they put in a lot of uh, back then into to a lot of uh, malls, and you could go in and basically it was karaoke, and they just recorded it onto a cassette tape for you, you know. And and so uh, my buddies kind of talked me into going in there and and. Uh, they had a list of you know songs that they had, and I think they had uh, the only two real country songs that they had were, were uh, "That's the Way Love Goes" and "And You're Cheating Hard." And I think I did both of them. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure there was a few more stops along the way, but that did indirectly eventually lead to your big break, right? Well, really, what happened is I was not playing uh, out at that point, you know, and and I sang. I did. Um, did that little song in that place and and the lady who was managing the place said god you're really good she said uh would you like to be on the charlie pruitt show she said it's a local opry type show that they do once a month and i i thought well yeah i'll 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 try out you know and so i went and tried out and did that and and once i did that i kind of thought okay uh, you know, I can make a make a go of this, maybe. So, so, uh, so that's when I really got serious and got a band together and started playing out. And but it was another three or four uh, three years before MCA came along. You know, talk about paying your dues after you signed with MCA. Those those first two singles, they didn't get a ton of traction, so it took you a little while to get going after signing. And those are good songs. You know, I've gone back and I've listened. It's just that's how it goes sometimes. What's going that's through your mind? That's how it goes. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, I'd watched Chestnut go there, and Too Cold at Home, of course, went straight to the top. And, and then MCA had Trisha Yearwood at the time when I was about to sign with them. And, you know, of course, uh, She's in Love with the Boy went straight to the top. And I thought, man, this record label don't miss. <laughs> and and uh, so then I, I cut that first record, and they said, man, we love this song. That's the thing about a memory that you wrote, you know, and it was a song I'd written. And and so they said, let's make it the first single. And I thought, oh, this is great. Man, I'm gonna have a number one, and uh, it's gonna be a song I wrote. That's gonna be great. And uh, it went to 42. <laughs> <laughs> and so then we come back with a, a cover of someone to give my love to, old Johnny Paycheck thing that I always did in the clubs, and uh, and uh, and it went to like 20. Almost top twenty, I think, just shy of twenty, and and uh, so I thought, well, that's a little better, but but if I don't get something quick, they're probably gonna run me off, you know, and and so we came back with Holding Heaven after that, and it went to number one. Yeah, last fall you celebrated thirty years since that song went to number one. It's hard to believe it's been that long. And I was gonna ask you if you knew that was gonna be the song to break you, but kind of sounds like if you would have known that, you probably would have put it out first, right? Uh, exactly. <laughs> no, I, I didn't, man. I I really didn't. I, I mean, I I was kind of. Uh, really trusting in in them, you know, uh, to to know what was was right, and um, and uh, they missed a couple times too. I guess. <laughs> but uh, but but once we got it rolling, it, it it was pretty good after that. So 
Well, I'd be, I, I don't have time to ask you about all your songs, but I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you about Watermelon Crawl. Well, that's the, that's undoubtedly the, the biggest song of my career. It didn't hit number one. It actually only went to number two, but, uh, but, uh, but it's, it's hands down the, the biggest song. I mean, Keeper of the Stars was, was a number one and one song of the year, uh, in 95 at the ACM Awards and all that, which was great, you know, but, and you, so you would think that would be the biggest song, but, but from my, from my viewpoint, uh, it's uh, probably the second biggest <laughs> because, uh, because Watermelon Crawl is, is just hands down the, my most popular song. It's the one they start hollering for when the show starts and don't quit hollering for it till I do it, you know, so. So uh, there's no doubt it's it's the number one song of my career, and I, I'm and people sometimes go, "Wow, do you like that?" And, I, and you know, there was a time when maybe I was like, ah, "I wish it would have been this song or that song," but but uh, but that song's given me so much, man, and I and I still love singing it, and the crowd loves it, and and it'll it'll always be there, you know. When you first heard it, were you thinking, "Man, I got to cut this," or were you skeptical at first? How'd that work? No, the it, uh, the the demo on it was horrible. <laughs> it was nothing like it was nothing like we ended up cutting it. Um, I mean, we really had to work on that song. Uh, I loved I loved it lyrically uh, and and uh, the sto- you know the fun story of it, but but we we turned it into the the groove uh, kind of groovy song that it is because it was not that. The way they wrote it and the way they 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 did, demoed it, uh, we we kind of just took some freedoms with it and and uh, changed up the groove and and uh, and kind of turned it into a hit record. Well, speaking of thirty year anniversaries, this July will mark thirty years since you put out Watermelon Crawl. Can you still do the Watermelon Crawl thirty years later, Tracy? <laughs> I never could do it to begin with. I mean, I am absolutely, without a doubt, the worst dancer that's ever stepped foot on a dance floor and uh so so I, I leave the dancing to everybody else and i just i just do the singing yeah. <laughs> one thing's for sure if you got a dance that goes along with your song it's, it's probably going to do well <laughs> <laughs> yeah and, and at that time you know uh the the line dancing was all the craze you know and so watermelon crawl was were really popular with that so well, you must have been a Johnny Paycheck fan because you, you mentioned you covered one of his songs early, and then of course you had a, a big hit with "Don't Take Her, She's All I Got." Uh, Twenty five years yeah, after Johnny yeah. recorded it, yeah, we we had actually taken uh, "Don't Take Her" uh, in in on that session when we cut "Someone to Give My Love To," the first one because I was doing that song too, and uh, we decided to just cut "Someone to Give My Love To" and. And you know, we we all kind of agreed. Well, you know, we'll come back around to "Don't Take Her" and do it later on. You know, because I really loved that song and still do. And uh, so down the road, a few albums later, we uh, I brought it up and I said, "Look, we need to, you know, we need to do this this tune." And then, uh, of course, it was a a big hit for us, and a big hit for Johnny, and a big hit for. Bobby Blue Bland and Gary U.S. Bonds. Gary U.S. Bonds actually wrote it, uh-huh. and uh, and that song. Uh, that's something. Till I cut it, I thought it was only a hit by Paycheck. I didn't realize that that uh, it had actually been a blues hit first, way back in the day, you know. And and then Paycheck kind of kind of like we did with Watermelon Crawl, kind of turned it into a country song um, uh, later on, and and had that hit in 1976, I believe it was, with it.
Yeah, yeah. So Gary U.S. Bonds mm-hmm. wrote it. Freddie North had the blues hit with it. Conway mm-hmm. Twitty had an album cut with it. Tanya Tucker. Oh, had Conway had cut. it. Yeah. Oh my God, I didn't know about all of those. Yeah. Well, well, I, well, I, I was the one that it was a big pause between the last cut and mine because uh, I came off the bus in California after it had become a big hit. And and uh, this guy run up to me and just kissed me right on the cheek and hugged me, and uh, and it kind of took me took me back and uh, and it was Gary U S Bonds, <laughs> and he said Tracy Bird, thank you. He said I'm getting royalty money rolling into my mailbox. <laughs> he said that I never dreamed I'd have again. I said, well, it's a great song, man. Yeah, you definitely revived it and got the big hit out of it. The, the ones I was talking about were just. You know, album cuts. So album cuts, yeah, yeah, yeah album cuts, yeah. But uh, yeah, it's a great song, though. Funny, funny story about that song. I was 11 years old when it came out. And I'm sitting in the truck with my dad, and it, it comes on, and I knew it was your new song. And I told him, I was like, "Oh, this is the new Tracy Bird song, Dad." And he looked at me and he said, "This song's older than you are." <laughs> and I, I knew better than to argue with my dad, but I knew I was right because I didn't know about cover yeah. songs. You know, you're a kid, you think you know yeah. everything. So I yeah. argued with him, and it turns out I guess we were both right. <laughs> That's right. That's right. That is right. Y'all were both right. Yeah. And uh, I actually did it on back when uh, Primetime Country Nashville now uh, was on TNN, and, and me and Paycheck did it together. And uh, and I said, you want to take the chorus and the sec- first chorus? And Paycheck was like, hell no. He said, I can't do that little love away from me. <laughs> that thing that you put in there. <laughs> he said, don't make me try to sing it. Uh, well, you made I said, it your- well, you put some stuff in it, too. <laughs> you made it your own then. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, we, we've talked about Holding Heaven, Watermelon Crawl, Keeper of the Stars. Of course, Don't Take Her, She's All I Got. Um, is there any song that I mean, there's a bunch of them, but any any song that we haven't talked about that you feel like needs to be talked about before we let you go? There's a, you know, I'm from the country was a, was a really big hit for me, and uh, uh, and then there's a lot of songs that there's several that I'll do in the show that that were not singles uh, that are just some of my favorites. You know, Heaven in My Woman's Eyes. It actually was a single, but uh, Heaven in My Woman's Eyes will do, and and uh, we'll do Let Me Be in Love, and and we'll do. Uh, a song called Back to Texas that, that I really like a lot. And so we, we, you know, I stick some of my favorites in there just for me, you know, cause I like singing them. Uh, but, uh, but the majority of the show, and there's, there's actually a couple of singles, uh, that, uh, like Put Your Hand in Mine was a top 10, uh, song. And I don't, we don't even have that in the show right now. So there's some that don't make it to the show. And, uh, but, uh, we can always do them if people want to hear them. Now, that's a good problem to have when you got too many songs to fit in the show. That means you did something right, right? <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> it's a good it's a good good feeling. Well, Tracy, I think it's really cool what you're doing. A free concert for veterans, Valentine's for veterans, February eighth at Black River Coliseum in Poplar Bluff. And if you don't mind, before we let you go, just invite all of our local veterans who are also Tracy Bird fans to come see you on Thursday. Yes, folks, come on out. It's gonna be a great show and we look forward to having you in the crowd and having you singing along and, and enjoying the night with us. And again, tickets aren't on sale to the general public. You must be a veteran to get your tickets, and you can get them at Black River Coliseum or by stopping by the John J. Pershing VA Medical Center in Poplar Bluff. Tracy, thanks so much again, not only for coming on my show, but for doing this free concert. 
I know you're going to show our local heroes a great time on Thursday the 8th. Looking forward to it.